Welcome to the Soul Revolution Tribe podcast, where we share stories, laughs, and even a few tears, but always a good time. We are about depth and real raw sharing through soul conversations and medicine. We are learning to find ourselves again and to be an unstoppable force of nature, ready to break down the constructs and rebuild them with love and acceptance at its core. We are the new world. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe. I am Jackie B, your shamanic soul guide and remembrance facilitator and the host of this podcast. And today I have my bestie on, May, and we're just going to rift on a topic that has been on my heart, um, how our voices and our story is medicine and kind of touch on some of those buzzwords of like channeling and what actually channeling is. And I got a download. Well, what does that mean? Um, just kind of like a little more clarity on those topics and wherever intuition takes us from there. <laughs> there we go. I love it. There's no one I'd rather be like rifting on topics. Like anyone that knows me, like May and I, we get like something that comes in and we just talk about random things that all the time and just go mm-hmm. deeper. And like we're catalysts to each other. And I love that. Yeah. Me too. But yeah, so it's going to be a conversation. Yeah. So let's start on, um, let's talk about download. Like, what is a download to you? Well, in common terms. Only that were like a simple answer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So essentially, you know, we're, we're all, all born with these like incredible intuitive abilities, right? And like the thing that's coming through for me right now was like, your intuition is stronger than a million ocean waves, right? It's just like, we're all born with this incredible, incredible gift. And it, for each of us, it shows up in a different way. And so there are what we call Claire's, right? And so, you know, I'm clairaudient, which means that I hear messages. And so I could be washing the dishes and I will hear something in my mind, like hear it in my head. Um, And that's, for me, that's how I channel. And for me, that's how I receive downloads. And then, you know, there are people who are uh, clairsentient, which means that they feel something. I have they're that cognizant, so I'll right? Feel, like I'll feel it in my body, and I also, I'll also see it sometimes. And I also have that that what you were just saying, like that cognizance. Like it just, I just know it. All of a sudden, it pops in, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I hear you. Like I don't cognizance. Yeah, you just know it. Um, yeah, sometimes you, uh, it's it's really you always have a dominant Claire, but the other ones can, can, you know, they, they still work, right? You, you don't just have like one and that's it. You can, you can, I call them like, like our muscle. Like if you think about your yeah. working out a muscle, you can train yourself to tap into all of those aspects. You just have one naturally stronger than the other normally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and these can even shift. And so like when I was a kid, I used to dream. And so I would, in like you know in the night I would dream and I would wake up and know things or I would see things in my dreams that that would carry out you know the next day or the next week or even a few months away (laughs) yeah and you know that's a real thing right Mm -hmm. and so now I'm clairaudient and when I'm in someone's for example if I'm doing a Kashuk session and I'm um, you know channeling someone's loved one or their guides or whatever it is mostly I hear things but sometimes you know the things that are coming through for you right these things in an Akashic session 
the messages are meant for you. They're not meant for me. And so sometimes I don't really understand what's happening um, because it's not meant for me, right? It's not mine. And your guides will show me something. And so I will see something or they'll make me feel something like I'll, I'll get like a feel like someone punched me in the gut or I'll feel, you know, really sad or emotional all of a sudden. Right. And so a download to loop back to your question, <laughs> I almost forgot what the question was for a second. For me, downloads happen through my ears. Like I hear things and for other people that happens differently. So one, it's very important that you know what your Claire is. It's very important that you know how you receive messages because there's a, there's a duality here and we can dive deeper into this where not everything is a message, but it's a message for someone. Yep. Right. And so your channel, the more you get things and I'm realizing I get things and I was like, oh, well, that's not really me. Just like what, how I, I am um, mm. empathetic. Like I, I pick up on my kids' emotions all the time or my husband's emotions and I'm like, I am now angry out of the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, I, I have that open solar plexus, like my open emotional center, and I take in people's emotions. And if I'm not very intentive and aware of that, this is not necessarily mine, but I'm taking it in, um, I can then amplify it back if I'm not intentive, or I can sit there and process and I can help them process it too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you're like new to this work and you're like, how do I download something? Like, how do I receive downloads? Pay attention to the way that you receive messages. And so, you know, for me, just to give a, a quick example, and you know, I can only share what I know personally, right? Um, I knew that I was clear audience when I started hearing, it started with music. Mm-hmm. It started with words, it started with poetry, it started with stories. Um, it's very like throat chakra activations, right? And so, you know, it's it's things happening like, um, if anyone's familiar with Carrie Underwood, it's a famous country singer. She has a song called See You Again. And I was driving, I was driving in my car, I was on my way to my friend's house. And that song debuted, debuted on the radio as I was driving down the road. And I was stopped in a red light and my dad called me to tell me that my grandpa had passed. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's, that is what it done. Like, so as you collect yourself, like in right. simple terms, it's like, it's those secret like messages that are always with us if we're willing to hear. Yeah. And that's, that's willing, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. If we're willing to pay attention. Right. And you know, that actually happened to me a second time. I was listening, you know, or this is a trick that I, whenever I do, whenever I feel kind of disconnected from my intuition a little bit, from my clear audience a little bit, something that I do is I'll sit, like kind of connect, ground my energy for a second. And then I will turn on my Spotify and I'll put it on shuffle Mm -hmm. and I'll say, guides, whatever I need to know right now, whatever needs to come through right now, let it come through in the music, right? Because when your music is on shuffle, you don't know what song's coming next. And so I actually did that once. And there was whatever whatever song I just kind of like closed my eyes and chose a, chose a song, pressed a song on my Spotify. Um, I don't remember what the first one was, but the second one was See You Again by Wiz Khalifa and Charlie yeah. Puth. 
The third one was See You Again by Carrie Underwood. And the fourth one was See You Again. And I'm blanking on who sings it. It'll come to me later. But it's three in a row called See You Again. And I thought, uh-oh. Someone's gone. Yeah, like, what's Someone's going on? <laughs> and it was true. And it was... um was actually my mom's best friend's husband had passed and I, it's just you know it, it's it's the craziest of things the craziest of things and I have a million stories like that and if you're not aware you could have just heard that and not received and not have even because we get downloads <laughs> with what they call downloads all the time it's whether mm-hmm. we are paying attention to them or not and that's where I feel like the energy comes in and it will get louder and louder if it's a message that you actually like need to hear where it's like in your face. It's kind of like waking up a kid. You can gently like nudge them and say, good morning. And then they yeah. still have good morning. Or like my teenager, I have to rip off the blankets, turn off the lights. <laughs> like Grab his arm, haul him out. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you need to know it, it comes in. And so like, that's what I wanted to explain to people that it's not anything that I'm so special because I am getting these downloads. We all get downloads. Mm-hmm, that's it's part of being human. We get those little intuitive like nudges or um, whispers in the back of our mind. We're like, are we crazy? Like, did I just make that up? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, I remember when I first first um, was starting to to play around with this stuff and, and being more attentive and where I would have the, the the sense of knowing all the time. And I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And I'd have deja vu all the time. Like I've had that ever since a little kid. And I would scare me sometimes because I would be like, dad, like I just saw like this and this and this. And I've been in this moment before. Like, I know, I know, like I couldn't always like, it was one of those, like I'd recall it right as it's happening and be like, oh my gosh, I dreamed about this. And um, it's, it's just so fascinating. And I just wanted to explain that to people because that's all what I'm all about. Like be your own healer and know that your own, your, what you're capable of. And everyone has the ability to tap into that. And like I said, just like a muscle, it's like, I don't know what it is. It's so go out your day and just be aware. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you like, whatever, whatever it is, and just play around and be open. Cause if you're, if you're analyzing it, it's going to shut off. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be in that like observing energy and not forcing it. It's just allowing it to come through because it's natural. You don't have to do anything. It's just there. Yeah, that's it. It's just there. And really for me, you know, what it boils down to is a download is just making that connection, mm-hmm. paying attention, seeing the thing and, you know, understanding what it means and having a, a comprehensive understanding of what it means. Um, you know, sometimes we, and I, I'm thinking of like tarot cards, probably because my box of tarot cards is sitting right beside me. But like, if you're doing something like pulling a tarot card and you're, you're asking a specific question and you pull some cards, the guidance is a little more vague. It's not super clear, right? Whereas a download, a channel, a message that comes through is a lot more clear. Yeah. It's a lot more clear than, than a tarot card, than an Oracle card. Um, it still has some interpretation sometimes, especially like hmm. I, I have the visual download sometimes and it's not, it's not always literal. Like we were talking about, I'm really good at interpreting dreams. And yeah. it was like, I have this dream and I have no flipping clue what's going on. 
I, I will save the details because that's for her if she wants to share it. But like, I was able to look at like step out and look at it from different angles. And, and I remember you saying like, I would never have thought it that way. Yeah, I wouldn't for me visuals, because that's one of my strong, stronger Claire's like, um, I can see and then all of a sudden I have the knowing and the feeling of that's tied to it. You know what I mean? They're like interlinked because I've been working with them for so much where I'm, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm feeling as I'm seeing this. And then it helps me interpret it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what that dream was, but I remember it was like insane. It was, it was really weird. And I, I remember that I had like my own interpretation of it, but the thing is, I know that, you know, when I was a kid and I used to dream, I, I used to see like actual things play out. Right. And so not a dream to interpret, I, I would see things play out. And so I don't really do that anymore. Sometimes I do, but so, not so That's much. That's what I call deja vu, like the really literal, like I've yeah. physically been in this situation just like this. Yeah. <laughs> and now when I dream, there's a lot more interpretation that comes with it. And that's not my strong suit. And so another thing, I guess, to kind of be on the lookout for is getting in your head about it, because I had an interpretation of that dream. And but of course, it was. And it, and it was that was, there's so many different sides to it. Like, so yeah, your interpretation wasn't wrong. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. It yeah, just, exactly. I gave you another thing. And that's what I always say when I share that, like, I'm sharing what, what resonates for me, take it or leave it. Like, like, mm -hmm. I just feel like I I've learned with my throat chakra and expressing and for me for channeling and why this is a big thing for me, like your voice is medicine, because when I have these intuitive hits, they're not always for me. They're for me to share. And then you can say, nope, that doesn't fit and push it away. That's not going to hurt my feelings at all. It's just, this is what's coming through. And I'm, I'm a wisdom keeper, but in order to be a wisdom keeper, you have to share your wisdom. Wisdom is not meant to yeah. be locked up. And like, so that's one of like the, the life lessons that I've learned that my voice does have potency. It does have meaning and value and it can't be seen, heard and felt if I don't express it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, so many of us were and are, so many of us are, continue to be silenced, mm -hmm. repressed, um, you know, unheard and unseen. And that there's going to be a big shift. Yes. Well, and it starts with us too. The, when I realized I was sourcing some of that. Like I was worried that other people weren't, why, why should I speak up? Because people aren't going to understand me or they're not going to hear me or they'll talk over me like past, like that's the ego part of our brain. Like uh, our subconscious says, this is the pattern that we see. And so I source the situation to repeat that, that pattern, that program that I have running. And it's for us to have that awareness and go, nope, that's not going to be my story anymore. We're going to, we're going to stop that there flip things around and this is how it's going to be and having that faith in yourself to be able to know that it's shift because our mind is a powerful tool it creates our reality mm -hmm. yeah and I mean we were talking about this yesterday but we were talking about you know when there's a new pattern a new belief a new path that you're looking to to be on or you know you're looking to shift something looking to step into a quote-unquote new version this new thing there's this middle part, this in between where there's a lot of contradiction, right? Because there's the old you that believes this thing and there's the new you that doesn't want to believe that. And so 
in this in between, everything feels like a contradiction. Everything feels like everything feels just resistant. Mm -hmm. It feels like block after block. It feels like, you know, just all these situations are coming up again. Yeah. Like everything is just headbutting. And so you, you know, you kind of are tested a little bit. And so these situations come up for you to really decide you get to choose whether you know this situation comes up again am I going to do what I would want to do if I were this version of me or am I going to do what I've done in the past and what I know but what I actually don't want to do any longer and so you know we we source these situations absolutely and when that's the only way we can grow is to realize, and it doesn't mean that I, oh, I made the bad choice. No, you never make a bad choice. It's all for learning purposes. Mistakes are part of growing and evolving. So you realize, okay, that didn't feel good. So how can I shift? What can I take from this situation and shift it? So then when the loop comes back around at the spiral path, that I address it differently. Because that's the whole point of it. That's why we get these situations. And how I was talking on the call with me and you the other day, like we have these neural pathways and and they've been ingrained for years. So when we're trying to make, lay down new trails in our neural network, it's like in the jungle and you're cutting with the machete and you're trying to go through. Yes, it's easier to go down the old path. So sometimes out of habit, we shift that way But really, it's like dancing with the fear of the unknown and things and going, no, I'm following my heart's desire. I'm I'm soul led. Like I always say, I'm soul led, heart guided and mind aligned. Like that's that's a download that I got, um, uh, I think, about a year ago. Like that's that's the big thing is like my soul leads me and then my body guides and then the mind gets to align because Mm -hmm. for most of my life, my mind was trying to run the show. And it's not that my mind's not important because it is, but it doesn't get to be the driving force because it doesn't have all the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your mind will. It's to make me safe. Of, yeah. Your, <laughs> your mind will talk you out of a lot of really cool things if you let it. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Body but it also keeps us safe that. and alive. Like, so it's important. And so it's like those, those three key players, you got to have the, the balance. And that's what they say, like holistic approach is the body mind and soul all coming together Mm -hmm. um and then being able to move forward because if one is in disharmony you have to take the time not to force it to come with is okay so what is this resistance and we were talking about this the other day like don't fight the resistance lean into the resistance and then there'll be no more resistance like if i'm pulling on your arm and you're pulling back yeah we're gonna have a tug of war situation but if you lean into me we're both falling over <laughs> like and that's the thing is like there, then you can get to finally to the bottom of it and and figure out what's actually going on what is underneath that's causing it because the resistance is just to get your attention to actually address what the real issue is yeah and it's i'm trying to decide which path i want to go here <laughs> all of them <laughs> all of them all of them but you know in the mind we have the ego and it does keep us safe and that is the ego's job right and for for the ego safe means familiar um and anyone that knows me or anyone that has been a part of the luxuriously fierce world for five minutes knows that 
I really, really have a strong dislike for phrases like do it scared, push past the ego, and you know, just all that bullshit. Like, nah, nah. I kill the ego. I hate that. Kill the oh, ego. No, I just, I'm the ego's like, part of you. No. <laughs> well, and, and if you break it down, ego means energy go. That's the point of the ego. It's telling our energy where to go. And once mm -hmm. we know that, we just need to make sure we give the ego a job. So it feels important and not like that little kid that's left outside the circle while everyone's playing. Like it's an important player too. It gets to come in. You just need to know how to, how to like take a community and make sure everyone's seen, heard, felt, and valued so you can. Yeah. Well, and I mean, your ego's job is to keep you safe. And so it will be resistant. It will create resistance in situations that, that are new and that are, um, you know, different and you don't get rid of that resistance by ignoring it. Right. And so I, you greet it with open I do, and open hands <laughs> and a practice that I do. And I always share inside any of my programs is like, uh, is writing a letter to your ego, like literally writing a letter, like dear ego, this is the thing that we're doing. I know it's really scary, but this is how it's going to, you know, move us forward. And, and even if, we quote unquote fail, you know, we don't fail, we learn. Yep. And, you know, just bring your ego along for the yeah. ride. Resistance creates, resistance creates resistance. And it's having that healing conversation is what I, what I call it is yeah. like, it's not, it's not to force. It's not to say you're right or wrong. It's not, that's not the job of saying, ego, you're wrong. This is what is like, cause once again, you're, then you're creating more disconnect you want to be in relationship with all parts of yourself so you get to say ego like i hear you i acknowledge you this is what you're feeling this is what you're saying this is what is bringing up into my being and this is what we is possible if we go down this road if we settle and we choose this and we continue to do the same pattern we're going to stay in the same situation and i know you love me and want me happy and in order to do that, we, we got to shift things. And so then it's like the light bulb. And then, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I do want you happy. And if you change, I can change, even though it's uncomfortable and <laughs> we get to do it together. We can do uncomfortable, crazy things together. As long as we're on the same page and we don't feel alone in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that as long as we don't feel alone in the process, because sometimes I would say more often than not, we do feel alone when we're doing things and you never are. Yeah. That's my one trigger. When I start feeling that way, I'm not in connection with myself. Mm -hmm. When I start feeling that I go, okay, who breaks? Thank you. Thank you. Emotions for letting me know that. Um, and now where, where am I disconnected? Like who, who is feeling left out in my system? Like in my programs, if you've been in my world, um, like I have my let your way, which is all about the mindset and being in relationship with your mental being. And so it's all the players of your subconscious and learning how to be in relationship and connection with them. So then when situations like this can come say, is it my inner child? Is she the one that's feeling left out right now? Is it my ego? Is it a program? And you can then, once you have the awareness and then you can tune in and that's, that's just like feeling into the connection. That's what tuning in is, is just feeling into the connection of whatever Claire 
that is, people will tune in a little differently, um, whatever your strong suit is. And then I, I can then see like, where does it feel like there's a disconnect or, or friction? And then I get to spend time with that part and bring with love, compassion and understanding, not from judgment. And that's a big yeah. thing for me. Like people throw around that word that judgment's bad, blah, blah, blah. You, you can't do that. That's you're being judgy. No, there's a difference between judgment and discernment. And it's all about the mm -hmm. intention and energy behind it. Like I can judge somebody or I can use my discernment where it says something in my body feels that this is not the best decision for me or that I, I get to put that safety barrier up a little bit. I don't have to let my guard down. Something makes me feel uneasy. And it might have nothing to do with that person. It's what I'm going, because it's a mirror. Everyone's a mirror for us. What mm -hmm. I'm going through and their energy, what they have, is not that it's bad for me necessarily. It's just my energy is not ready for that at this moment. And, and however, however that is, and sometimes it is a toxic situation and things like that, but sometimes those situations, it's not a toxic person. And, and that's another thing that I always remind myself is I get in these situations in my life. Um, and I've had abusive relationships and things like that. And I, people look at me and they're like, don't you have so much resentment and things like, like no, I don't. I wish love and happiness on everybody that I've ever been with or met with, no matter how horrible the situation was at that moment. I know people change and I wish the best for somebody and I will speak blessings over everyone instead of more hatred because there's enough hatred and separation in this world. I don't want to be, mm -hmm. that's not what I'm adding. So I'm very intentive with what I put out because that's, we're a big collective. Like our reality is a big collective of what we put in. So what, what value am I putting in or taking away? Like, that's huge for me. Like, am I being a taker in this moment or am I adding? And what am I adding? Because I don't want to add more negativity. If I want a positive, more loving, more connective, more like whole being perspective, I'm the change. I need to be the change that I want to see in the world first. Because once people realize that we have the power in the situation, like we start here and it ripples out. That's really powerful. And I think that's a really powerful like reflection piece for people is like, what are you adding to the world? And I feel like, you know, someone, someone is going to hear that and go, well, I'm not worried about the world. I'm worried about myself. Well, but you are in essence, <laughs> that's what you're bringing world. to the world. <laughs> but what you put in comes back. Like, yeah. And it's, that's a really, really powerful reflection. I love that a lot. And, it, you know, holding on to things never serves anybody. Oh. It certainly doesn't serve you. Emotions are meant to stay in emotion, like in motion. That's why it's called yeah. energy in motion. Energy and emotion. even those positive emotions. I've got people that, um, and, that, and I share about that in Emotional Rebirth, one of my programs, um, that there's a difference between emotion and feeling. Mm -hmm. Like you, you feel passion. And so when somebody says, I fell out of love, no, you fell out of passion. Like the passion is temporary or whatever. Like that's just the instant gratification part of the human being. Like the emotions can come and change and shift. They're always ebbing and flowing. But the feeling state is a choice. That's where you bring emotion and your mental body and everything all together to create a physical, like emotional state of being. That's a feeling. So you can choose to be in love at any point. Or you can choose to push yourself out of love. 
And that doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries and there's, there's things like that too. But then when, when I do source things like that, like I I reflect back into those relationships where I realized I set the tone for a relationship. And if I don't respect and love myself, how do I expect somebody else to know how to respect and love me? Yeah. And that's why I source those relationships to learn those hard lessons quote unquote, like, um, to be able to move forward, to know what I truly do want and desire and what I'm not available for anymore. Because you don't truly know, like me in, um, human design world, I'm a one, three pro, uh, profile, which is all about trial and error. Like I got to figure it out on my own. Somebody can tell me, yeah, this is not good for you. And I'm going to say, oh, that's great. Cause that's you, not me. <laughs> and I'm going to want to do it anyway. As soon as you tell me, no, you can't have it. Then I want it. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm a two five, and so I hate everyone and don't listen to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're meant to. You're meant to figure it out too, and everything normally comes with ease. And like you're meant to be like that role model piece. Like yeah. I'm supposed to tell you how things work, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you, and I will not listen to you. <laughs> And I will tell you and then leave me alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> no. No, not doing it for you. Lead yourself. Absolutely. No. Uh, I'm just trying to think of what else wants to come through on that. Like, I know I want to talk about channeling. And that's kind of what it is. So people, if they don't know what channeling is. This is literally what May and I are doing right now. Like we do not have a planned <laughs> script or whatever. It's just whatever's on my heart, whatever's coming in, that's what's sharing. And we just go off of each other and use our intuition of what exactly needs to be heard in this moment. That's channeling. Yeah, channeling is just letting whatever wants to come through, come through for the most part. You know, I, for me, I know that I've channeled something when I don't remember what I've said. Yes. Because it's not you, you know, thinking about it. It's not you like planning a conversation in your head or, you know, sitting down and saying like, Hey, this is what I want to talk about on your podcast today. Like, you know, steering the conversation in any kind of way. It's literally just allowing whatever to come through. And for me, I don't remember any of it. Well, it's not a mental process. That's why. Like we, it's like the mind part steps aside and you're just channeling the energy. And it's not somebody taking over your body or anything like that. It doesn't have to be that. It's just, this is the wisdom that wants to come through. I know some people get scared about that. Like, like I've, I've had people say like, I don't want to channel because I don't want some identity to come over and like take over my being. No, that's not, that's not not always the case. Like, for me, I've never had that experience where I'm not in control. It's just I'm getting these intuitive hits and the things that are coming through, and I'm not processing them with my mind. I'm just sharing this is the message, not only for me, but this resonates with somebody else, and that's why I'm sharing it. Yeah, and I mean, that comes back to your Claire's as well. Like, I'm thinking what I'm thinking of right now is um, one time I did a channeling session for someone and did an Akashic session, and you know, as we were wrapping up, I, I said something, I said, there's a a little boy here. Um, and so we kind of had a quick conversation with him, but then we're kind of, we got distracted by something else, something else came through. And then we kind of, you know, went down on on that path. And so at the end of our conversation, we were wrapping up and right as we, we were on zoom 
and right as I had hit, you know, the end button, end button, um, and we were like no longer together, like the call was ended completely. I saw him, like I saw him like run to me and he sort of attached himself to me and not in a, not in a scary way. None of this is, none of this is scary. Right. Um, and he sort of attached himself to me because I, because I'm his channel, because I'm his host, because he's on the other side and I am the way that he's willing to be open. Yeah. Share him. Right? So I'm yeah. I'm his. I'm his. His way to communicate with with his people here. Um. And so I actually ended up, and I'm you know I I was talking to him and I was like, you know what what's up like in, you know and just having a conversation with him and you know I'm not gonna get into those details because they're not for me or for you or for anybody else except for her. But I sent her a message and I was like, hey, like this little boy is still here and he wants to talk to you like he he's attached himself to me and so we had a conversation sort of over whatsapp and he said what he needed to say she asked what she needed to ask and he answered and then he was gone and like I felt him leave my body because that's all they want is they just need a vessel to be able to have their story their voice heard so it gives them closure to be able to move forward And and he's actually incarnating here he was like a future child mm-hmm. um and so that was really cool too but you know it's not it's not you know he's attached to me and he's still no still attached to me like he's not well, if you just think like a normal child like my children come to me because I'm their source of comfort and if they can't communicate the way they they feel like their needs are being heard or expressed they're gonna come to me and you have that energy that was open and saying yes I'm willing um, and that makes me think of my my kiddos. Like sometimes I have to like clear and set clear boundaries and things like that because kids are open vessels. And yeah. my little was having like nightmares and seeing things. And and I told them it's nothing to be afraid of. But we're gonna set some intentions that that they can come to me. Like if you want to speak to somebody, don't don't go through my five year old. Come to me. I will help help guide the way um, until he's ready. Cause if he's, if yeah. he's that comfortable, I don't want him to shut down those abilities just because he's scared um, and doesn't know how, he doesn't have the understanding yet to do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, kids are the clearest channel. They are the easiest channel because they are the, the most closely connected to their intuition. Like as we grow up, as we get older, we, you know, fit more into what our society looks like now. And we sort of dis- we disconnect from our ability to connect. And so kids are the easiest channel. And that's why um, adults need to remember how to be a kid again. Yeah. Like the biggest healing is remembering how to be childlike. Joy. Yeah. Just like that pure bliss, that pure happiness and that connection, right? That connecting to yourself. Like I remember when I, you know, I this this was my path. I was very intuitive as a kid grew up stuffed myself into all the boxes and disconnected from that and I remember the first time I dreamed after like you know when I when I was going through my spiritual awakening and, and all that thing and all that stuff I remember the first time I dreamed I don't even I have no idea what it's about now but I remember I woke up and I was so excited I was just like bawling my eyes out to connect with that part of me right 
that's what I call yeah. deep remembrance of like, yeah, I'm home. Was, like this is, this is where it's supposed to be. This is what I was trying to find the whole time. And I didn't realize I was already home to start with. We go yeah. searching for something, but it's out, it's right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. I forget where I was going with this, but, um, oh, coming back to the Claire's, right? Like I, because I know that my main Claire is Claire audience. And because I saw that little boy run at me and because I felt him attached to me, I knew that he wasn't done. Right. And so I knew that he was exhausting all of the options to connect with me because had like, had he not right. Had, if I was unclear about my Claire or if I didn't know any of them were, I wouldn't have noticed him. Mm -hmm. Right. And I wouldn't have been able to, to help him to, to relay that message. And so, yeah, channeling him was really fun. It was really cool, but yeah, channeling is very much, you don't think about it. It's not a mental thing and it just, it comes through and it, it is what it is. And you probably won't remember it after. <laughs> a lot of times I do that and I'm like, I, I know that that was potent, but I have no clue what the actual words are. So I'm going to have to re-listen to that. <laughs> yep. This is why we record things. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I find even when I listen to those transmissions, you can call them, um, that I get different types of energy every mm -hmm. time I listen to it. Because it's like, this is what I could take in in this moment. And then I go back and then I was like, okay, I more pieces, more pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. And I, I go back and I'll listen to some of it and I'll be like, I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> like, I don't remember that tangent. <laughs> I remember none of it. And but I always laugh because I'm like, this is serving somebody. And that's why yeah. I was guided. That's why we were guided in that direction. And it's exactly what needed to be heard. Yeah, someone needs to in hear moment. Yes. I love that. And that's, and that's also brings back to like, not only our voice is medicine for not only us, but other people. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that our stories are medicine because this is my life experience and it doesn't mean that you have to live the exact same life experience. It's like, this is a physical example of a situation that makes more of those abstract like theories, like more concrete. You know what I mean? That, that people can actually anchor it in. So I, if anyone's been in my world or worked with me, I always have these like visual random things like, like smoothies. Like I'm like, I'll give you the base of the smoothie, but whatever you bring in, like, that's what I say about my containers, like, like, yeah my content and everything that I have, I'm the base of the smoothie, but the experience is going to be what you bring in, what she brings in, what he brings in. Like everybody is adding their own little concoctions and that's how you create this beautiful masterpiece. It's not all me. It's not all you. We have to come together in community to make that happen. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and, and, but those visuals like anchor it in and you're like, oh, okay. And I think it's, it's especially especially for somebody that is clairvoyant, like <laughs> that they have that, okay, now I can, I can feel it. I can see it. I get, so I try to use all those clairs when I'm explaining and teaching as well, which I always say, I'm a remembrance teacher. Like I'm not, I'm not teaching you anything new. I'm just helping you connect back and remember your truths that have been there. Just yeah. allow the surface again. Yeah, that's it. Right. We're, we're all born with this, like, incredible thing this incredible gift and it's it's like there aren't words really to t 
talk about like what it's like to be connected to it again. Yeah. Well, it, honestly, it reminds me of, I, I have kids, so I don't know if you'll know this, that Baby Genius movie. Have you seen that movie? Um, possibly. I mean, I have <laughs> a niece. She likes it's a, to. it's an older movie, but it's like the baby, they're baby geniuses. And so it's talking about like when you're a baby, you have infinite knowledge of the whole world and you're super smart and they do all these things. And then you hit a certain age and you cross the barrier. And then like, once you can learn how to talk, like that part gets kind of not forgotten, but it, it kind of like, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's kind of gets shut down and then you have to slowly do the human thing and remember those pieces and pull them back out. And it's just, it's just, it's comical the way that, that it was run. Cause they're like, I'm going to pretend that I don't know anything. And look at how excited my parents are. And, and it just reminded me of that same, same philosophy is like, we come into this world knowing everything, like coming down into this as a soul, like we already know, like the main layout of what we truly desire. And then it like, we have the free will to shift and, and navigate. But at the end of the day, like we picked certain situations to learn and grow from. And sometimes it's a harsh reality to accept, but to know that everything serves a purpose, even in those darkest, deepest moments. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe that, you know, we sign what is typically called the soul contract or soul blueprint, you know, before we incarnate on this earth. And basically what that is, is I picture it as like a document that you sign and that lays out every moment of every day of your life and your soul knows what you signed up for. And so even if your human experience is rough, your soul knew what it was signing up for and everything that is happening here is you know you you agreed upon <laughs> before incarnating and it's yours to It helps mold you into read who you are. and alchemize Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking like all of the, the quote unquote challenges or struggles that people may look back like, oh, you had such a hard life, which I don't, I don't see it that way. <laughs> but um, I'm from a different perspective now where like yeah, as the time, like, no, it wasn't enjoyable, but I call them shamanic initiations. Like if I didn't go through those times and learn how to come out on the other side and, and move through them. I wouldn't be able to take people as deep as I do and be able to relate and have the wisdom and medicine to share because I can take those stories and that I have alchemized and teach others through that how to take their stories and alchemize them as well and see the different perspectives. Yeah. And that's why like like questions to me like like I was I've always been a question asker. Ever since I was little, like they're like, why do you ask so many questions? And even if you think kids in general, like the what, 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 why, why, why? Like they always, they're curious. And it's, Mm it's -hmm. curiosity in, we like squish that out of kids sometimes. Cause like, at least for my experience, that's what I, why do you ask so many questions? Just have faith, stop, Yeah. stop asking so many questions. And Because like, I said so. Listen that's to the me. part that unlocks the, the truth inside of you. Like the questions are what brings that. Like questions change the frequency so you hear the answers. And then you 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 know what I mean? Like it's your source of of finding those those remembrance pieces. It's just like activations almost. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you are someone who is you know, wanting to connect with your intuition more with your, what I call capital S self, higher self 
and whatever insert phrase here oh, whatever you um, want to <laughs> yeah there, there's a million of them out there whichever one resonates with you but if you're someone who is wanting to connect with that version of you and connect back with your intuition and, and remember what it is that you're here for your purpose your mission your gifts and all the things that you're here to share you you have to do that by asking questions that's how you start is by asking questions and the question those questions you know they look like when did I stop having fun when did I stop listening to myself when did I tell myself that you know when did I learn that I'm not valuable when did I learn that I'm not worth hearing when when did I learn this when did I learn that mm -hmm. and though the questions are how you connect back yep. they're how you remember you tap into those remembrance pieces and you can take yourself back. It's almost like time traveling back into mm -hmm. that moment, not to relive the pain. Like that's not the point of it, but the pain is there for a reason. Like I just shared a post on that. Like the pain is serving you. It wouldn't be there if it, it didn't serve a purpose. It's reminding yeah. you that there's something that needs to be addressed. And when you go through and feel it and allow it to be expressed, heard and felt, then it, just like the little boy, it can move forward. It, the energy doesn't need to be held anymore. Yeah. But like, that's the emotion that's supposed to be in motion. And then we, we trapped and we held because we thought that we needed to hold it. And when we give ourselves permission to say, no, I don't have to carry this heavy weight anymore. This is not mine to carry. It was never mine to carry. And that's okay. I love you that you thought that, but that's okay. We can let it go now. And we move through that. And um, then we let it go. And another thing that is coming through um, that I really want to share is the, the, like, the feeling of like, I have to feel it to fix it or heal it. Like that's not true feeling either. Like the intention that you go into it is everything. Because if you're trying to fix yourself and I just, I just want to feel, I just want to feel, I just want to get it over with. I just want to move through this. That's like the desperation, needy energy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like your body's like, I'm not safe. Why would I, you already are in an unstable situation. Why would I let you feel the deeper stuff that we locked away? Because I was trying to protect you in the first place because your nervous system was overwhelmed. Cause that's what happens is our, when our nervous system fires off into that fight or flight, it tries to store the information and not overload us even more. And then those trigger points of like, I don't know why it has snapped on this, this person because I said whatever, is because you are storing so much and that's just the cherry on the top. And the body's like, okay, this this kind of relates. I can, I can kind of let some of this, it's like a pressure valve. I can let some of this steam out here and she can address it and feel it and we can move it through. And then I can do it here. But a lot of the times we tend to go, oh, I can't feel angry. That's not a spiritual person. That's not a very loving person. That's not a good girl. Like you can't do that. Let's push it down. And then I always use the analogy of a beach ball in a, a pool. Like you're trying to shove this beach ball down and down and down and down. And eventually the beach ball is going to win and it's going to hit you in the face and it's not going to feel good. Like you don't want to get to that point. <laughs> and sometimes we got to get knocked down or knocked out to, to really listen to our body and our body is, it's crying out. It's trying yeah. to say like, hey, I want the best for you too. You don't understand. Like I'm trying to give you the pieces, but you're not listening to me either. So it all comes back to the relationship of all aspects of our being and knowing that we're a multidimensional, multifaceted being. We're not just one function. We're not a very simple, simple, what is the word? Simplistic yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, organism. We are very complex. 
and all these pieces of us agreed to be part of us to make us think of all of like we're made of atoms like all of those atoms said yes i want to be part of jackie like i'm totally cool with that i'm on board i'm signing the contract like this is what's going and so being grateful for our fingers decide that yes they want to be part of our fingers they want to be part of our body all of those pieces like the same part is like we're not just the physical body we have the mental body the emotional body the spiritual body the energetic pieces like on top of our physical and you affect one it affects all because we are a whole organism it's a whole ecosystem and something that a balance you you if you don't address the root cause you're going to have like those relative um those referral pains and if you just address the referral pain and you don't actually go to the root core it's just going to show up somewhere else until you deal yeah. with the root issue and that's the big reason why i stepped away from from my nursing role into more of my own business is because I was sick of just putting the band-aids on the bullet holes. I want to get down and actually clean out the bullet hole. And so you can heal from the inside out and not just keep repeating the same cycle. Yeah. That's so true. And, um, another thing that's coming through right now is like, ask the questions and let yourself be open to what comes through. And even if, you know, if you're being guided by a PDF you download from someone or you join a coaching program or whatever it is, you're being guided by something and you look at a question and you're like, oh, that's fine. I don't need to, like, that one's good. I'm fine with that one. Ask it anyway, because you might surprise yourself. And the reason I say this is because not everything that needs to be alchemized um, is painful, is hurtful. Absolutely. Right. And so I'll give an example. I, when I did shadow work, I was in, I was doing a shadow work program and we were talking about boundaries and setting boundaries and burning bridges, you know, that kind of stuff. And that this was like the focus of that, that one session. And so we were in this meditation and the question was, or the guidance was go back to a moment where you dropped your boundaries, where you didn't stand up for yourself. And I remember I was very shocked because this was a moment I was like 17, like first love, first boyfriend, all that stuff. We had a big fight and I was like, I'm breaking up with him. I'm so done with his shit. All, you know, all that stuff. And then he came over to my house that evening with a promise ring and Yes, I see the manipulation, okay? I see the narcissism now. Did I see it when I was 17? No, yeah. I didn't, okay? Don't at me about it. <laughs> However, that's what happened. And in that moment that he gave me this ring, I was very happy, right? I was not feeling any pain. I was not feeling any fear. I was not traumatized in any way. And so going back to that moment was like, oh, like it was shocking because I expected to go back to a moment where I felt pain, where I felt fear, where I felt sadness, where I felt, you know, the, the kind of typical things that we talk about when we talk about doing shadow work, when we talk about alchemizing and transmuting different energies into something else. But that was a happy moment for me. It was a happy moment that I had to alchemize because it was in that moment that I let myself down. Yep. You sold yourself out for a ring. Yeah. And y'all will be surprised at the things that come through for you. And that's the exact same. What I was just saying is like energy is meant to be an emotion and doesn't matter. Like the emotion is not supposed to stay, whether it's quote unquote positive or negative, like it's not supposed to be held on so tightly and not let go. You're supposed to let it go and know that 
it comes back if you if you choose to be in that state that fuels those type of emotions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, and you hit it right on the head. Like, not everything is gonna be like end of the world so over dramatic when you're doing things. Like, no, like you have little things that you don't even realize that actually bothered you. Yeah. Like until you it's actually give your that. your whole being a chance to express itself and say, yeah, that actually did hurt. Yeah. Like they were joking or whatever, and we were all laughing about it, but I didn't realize that I took that in as truth, that statement, even though it was joking around. And that's been rolling around in the back of my mind on repeat. Unconsciously. For my whole life. Mm-hmm. And and in those points, then you have the biggest breakthroughs. I feel in those moments of like those those little whispers that you didn't think were even a big deal, that snowball. Yeah. And the snowball is probably a lot bigger than you think it is. Mm-hmm. Because we're really good at, um, like, almost like interior decorating is what, it, what just came to mind. Like, we're really good at masking and disguising and making it look pretty so we feel comfortable. Yeah. And like you always share, like, and I love that, and that's an analogy that I use too now. It's not a comfort zone. It's a familiar zone. So you're taking it and you're making your your internal environment feel familiar or a.k.a. comfortable. Um, but really, it's not comfortable all the time. But really, it's not that it's not there. The elephant is still in the room. Yep. Whether you paint it to match the wall, you put whatever in front of it, it like it's still there. <laughs> like, you have to address it eventually. I mean, or not, but then you are, you're going to deal with the loops in the karma. Like, it's not my life to tell you how to live your journey. Um, yep. It's yours. But if you truly want to change, you have the power. We, we're we're going to drop the excuses. We're gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna put all that away. Like you have the power and that's what I wanna remind people. Like you are in quote unquote control, which control is a whole nother topic. Like you're not in control, you're managing, you're governing your life, you get to choose. You are an active co-creator of your reality at every single moment. So if I'm not feeling good in this moment, I'm in charge of the next moment. No one else gets to, to control that. No mm-hmm. one else also gets to tell me how I have to feel. Once again, that's a choice. So when I hear, oh, you made me so mad, but did you? You said something, I had a choice whether to take that in or not. Like, have you ever noticed that somebody can say the most ridiculous things to you and they, they're like, yeah, whatever, you can blow them off. And some people say other things and they're like, ooh, that stung. It's because if you wanna be radically honest with yourself, you saw truth in that statement. Part of you, felt in alignment with what that is. And that's the point of when I feel those little gut punches where I'm like, okay, <laughs> so where do I take that in? Like, all right, here we go. Like another part of the roller coaster. Let's, let's dive in. And that used to be like scary because the unknown scary, you know what I mean? Like that, those phrases, but really now I, I get excited. I really do. Yeah. Like I get excited and it's like, all right, here's the next journey. Here's the next turn. Like I'm not an adrenaline junkie by any means, but like, that's how it feels. It's like, all right, we're on the next roller coaster loop or whatever, because I know on the other side is that giant breakthrough mm-hmm. as the tipping point, because I want what my heart desires. And I have accepted that it's okay to want more because that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to settle. I'm not here to live a life for somebody else. I'm not here to make anyone else happy. I am here for me and my experience. And I would love to be able to co-create and, and have all these other beautiful souls with me. 
But at the end of the day, I don't have control over that. And I should not want control over that because controlling and keeping and forcing people in your life is really, is that love at the end of the day on either side? Like, no, I want to be me, all of me and all of my weird, dork, dorky craziness and have somebody love me for all aspects where I don't have to pretend. Because I can tell you for most of my life, I held up that facade of trying to fit in and I still was not, never felt good enough. And that was fucking heavy and exhausting. And I'm done doing that. I'm done. Like I am nowhere near perfect and I never will be. And that's okay. I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine with being a disappointment because that's once again, I'm celebrating that I'm choosing me. Mm -hmm. I have no control if you think I'm a disappointment. I'm sorry I didn't fit your standards, but I am also celebrating that I held my own and I didn't sell myself out. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow for people is this radical responsibility that's necessary for moving forward. And um, I think I said this to you yesterday. I can't remember. We talk so much. I don't even know. Um, but I, we were saying yesterday where, and I was, and I had said something like, you know, when you, it's hard for people to take this radical responsibility because when you do, when you step into that, every excuse that you've ever used Every excuse that you've ever told yourself your entire life has to die. And so many of us are not ready for that to happen. It, it is so true. It's It comes down to like that quote that says like with great responsibility comes or with great action and great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And like once you realize that, hey, I am responsible, I do have like control or governing ability over this. Then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, crap. I'm being radically honest and radically responsible with myself and I can't push the blame on anyone else. I have to admit and take this in. I'm um, responsible for me. Yes. But yeah, so it's just coming down to remembering that we are in control of the situation. We have choice, we have free will in everything. Even when the choice doesn't seem easy, we still have a choice. And maybe uh, we have to deal with the consequences and things of of those choices. But at the end of the day, we need to weigh out not what others want for us, but at the end of the day, what we want. Once again, the soul leads, the body guides, the mind aligns. And when you do that order, then you remember, like, you can take those more soul aligned moving forward on your life journey um, actions versus the spiraling pieces and coming in from that harmony state. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I always look at it as being very simple, right? The decision itself is simple. Do I want to be this version of me that is uncomfortable or do I want to be this version of me that is joyful or, you know, whatever the, the two kind of polarities are and is that path so the decision itself is simple right I know what the answer is is that path going to be easy no right easy and simple are not the same thing and you know we've talked about this before but like fear is fear and so we all have this fear of staying the same we all have this fear of like being stuck of doing the same thing over and over again of you know not being able to live out our dreams and our desires and all that thing and then we have a fear of the unknown we have a fear of this, this new thing that we're reaching. And so 
again, it comes down to back to this radical responsibility where you are responsible for yourself and you get to make the choice. Are you going to choose the fear that keeps you where you are? Or, or you, are you going to choose the fear that moves you forward? And only you can make that decision. That's yours to make. Yours to keep. Absolutely. The fear, like you just said, there will always be fear. So when people say like, be fearless and they mean like, kill the fear, like go, go pretend like you're not, not afraid or whatever. Like if you break down the word fearless, that just means less fear. Like it doesn't mean without fear, the way people like, like talk about it. And and it's the fear is always going to be there. The fear, once again, serves a purpose. Everything is serving us in some way, shape, or form. And once we realize yeah. that there is no boogeyman, there's nobody that's out to get us and destroy us, it's all about contrast and the polarity, then like our life can radically change where we realize, okay, so I do have choice here. And what choice in my heart do I actually want that is going to serve me? And whatever that is, being okay with it. So I didn't yeah. pick the best place to get me to the outcome that I want but what did I I chose it for a reason so what did I get out of it like so yes I wanted this situation and it didn't fall through we have to remember sometimes it's either not the right time or place or we're not in the right state for that Mm -hmm. situation and if we did we wouldn't be fully happy and it's not ready to be there it's not ready to be ours not that it won't be ours it's just not ready to be ours or we have something even bigger and better than we can even imagine waiting yeah. for us. And if we decided that, no, absolutely, this is what I want, then we are missing out on the great potential and possibilities um, that are, are waiting at our fingertips because we're still staying small. There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I feel like this is a deep topic. This could be, this could be a deep topic. (laughs) Oh, and that's what what it's been like resurfacing over and over again. And I'm like, we're just gonna like hit the little like waves. Well, let's be real. We never, we never are like surface people, but, (laughs) but I mean, this is a lot deeper than most people, but we could go like, people need to know, like we could go in the depths of the deepest part of the ocean, um, Mm -hmm. on this, um, but we'll spare you that for right now. Maybe in the future. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what it feels like to be in me and May's world in our in our yeah yeah our conversation. Say, this, this is a very accurate representation of us. Um, and any and all of our conversations, it's like we'll be having a con- one conversation on Instagram and a second conversation on Foxer. <laughs> yes. Where all day, all day, all every day. day. She's my person. So like something comes in and I'm like, I need to go tell her this. And, and I know something's <laughs> going to channel through her and vice versa. Like it's, it's always like, this is what's coming to my mind right now. What, what, what's coming to you as I say that. And then it goes into the whole conversation. Like we are right now. There was something I was going to say and I forget what it was now. <laughs> That's pretty typical for us too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're both we're both talkers and we channel so like we just say what's in and if we don't say it it's like out the mind yep that's very true and also because i was channeling i don't remember even what you said (laughs) (laughs) where did you leave off i was just saying how like we literally bounce ideas off of each other all the time um so if we get a download or whatever we're excited to share it with each other and then we know Mm -hmm. that it like catalyzes and we we like I'm your hype girl so like when you're like 
I know I'm supposed to do this and I'm really, this is where I'm at. And then I'd be like, okay, then let's look at it from this side and this side, but honor what you're feeling now. Like yeah. people miss that step. Like you want to get from here to here and I'm going to quantum leap and 2.5 seconds, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, no, let's break, 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 break. Let's throw that out. Like you can quantum whatever, but guess what? You're going to quantum in a circle. <laughs> like if you don't address it, let's be real. I'm, I'm all about being honest, raw, honest. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat that piece. Like let's no. stop and feel what we're feeling right now. Yes. This feels like total crap. Like I do not feel good. This is not a good feeling. And thank you for giving it to me so I can feel that and understand that and feel this depths and honor the suckiness that I'm in doesn't mean stay there. Like don't wallow in it, but at mm. least allow it to be expressed, heard, felt and say, okay, I hear you. I feel you. What is the, what is this teaching me? Okay. And once that is fully expressed, then move into the other pieces. Like that's where people like, like you can't just say, I don't want to feel this way. So I'm going to jump into analyzing it and trying to alchemize it. And like, no, you got, you, you got it. You can't go step 10 before you've done step one. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Um, a lesson that we've all learned the hard way. And sometimes still need reminders on, which is why you have your people. And I will say that there was a period where I did feel very alone as an intuitive, as a channel. Um, it's very, you know, for a lot of people, it's, ve it's a very taboo topic. Um, for a lot of people, it's just something that is you know quote unquote weird um it's hard to talk about for whatever reason and so it is I think that everyone has this part of their journey where they keep it to themselves and where they don't share it and where you do feel very alone and very isolated because you're not you're like where are my people I have to put myself out there to find my people but like that's really fucking terrifying because I've been rejected by all these other people and you know, the spiritual world, having a spiritual awakening, you know, walking the spiritual path it is really, it's often talked about and marketed, I would say, as really lonely, as losing things. And you do lose things, pieces of yourself, patterns, beliefs that don't serve you. You do lose people that you were once connected to. And I'd be lying if I said that I, that didn't happen to me, because of course it has. You get but you so find uh, you find yourself first of all yourself most important mm -hmm. and in finding yourself you find your people okay. and and you know why that is because when you find yourself you then can see the reflections mm -hmm. in the other people so when you do the healing and you understand that it's okay to want more the, the, all these parts are okay there's nothing wrong with me I'm not broken thank you for coming back home. And this is where it feels like mm -hmm. now I can see that in other people, because instead of trying to cover those pieces up, we see, Hey, there's other real human beings that want to be real human beings too. They want yeah. to, to remember that we are divine in a human experience, not the vice versa. Like I'm not here to be the enlightened Holly, like, or then thou like, guru. like, no, don't put me on a pedestal. I am a freaking human for a reason. Like, we are divine aspects that come in to have the human experience to experience everything. We don't have like this 
the soul, like when they say a soul mission, like, yes, we have like um, a, a life purpose or whatever, but like they yeah, also, yeah. that's a buzzword that people are like, oh, I can't find my soul mission. I'm failing at life. Like you cannot fail at your soul mission. Your soul <sighs> mission is to come here, experience, feel, love. And inevitably without trying, you live out your purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not something you can screw up. Like it's going to be no. there in some shape, way or form. It's not something that you find either. It's something that comes to you if you were looking for it it's you're not going to see it you're pushing it away and as soon as you stop looking it's right there in front of you it's like watching a pot of water try to boil mm -hmm. it, it, it'll never boil if you sit stand there and watch it <laughs> like it just and you're just going to get frustrated in the process yeah and i'm sure there's people that have been there because i've been there too like when we're speaking we're speaking through experience it's not speaking like at yeah. somebody or like putting somebody down like no we've been there we know what it feels <laughs> like <laughs> we've been in the rat race <laughs> and to go yep, i love you i love you older version of me and i'm so glad mm -hmm. we are here but i appreciate everything that you went through to get me to here yeah it's been a ride and knowing that sometimes you can get off the ride and you can choose a different one. If you're throwing up on the Toyota world, you can go pick a different ride. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. <laughs> and that's the, that's the journey of life. Like that's what it is, is remembering we have that power. We have that power of choice. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, we have the option to choose. We can choose differently in every moment. And there's no point of no return. Like you get that, like, oh, I'm so far in. Um, I can't, I can't change this. This is just what's going to be. No. Once again, that's a choice. You're choosing yeah. to settle. <laughs> and I can speak from personal experience. I did three and a half years of pre-med. Three and a half years. There's four years of pre-med, if people don't know, like four. And then you go on to your, your uh, graduate degree. I did three and a half. I was almost there. People were like, why didn't you finish that last semester? No, I was done. Like that is not the path I was going to do. And I chose to pivot. People think I'm absolutely crazy for that. And then same thing with nursing. When I stepped away from the clinic to do what lit my heart on fire, it's not that I left the clinic and left my nursing. I bring that, infuse that into everything what I do. Like yeah. I'm still a nurse. I mm -hmm. still have that training. I still have all that. And that's infused into everything. But that's not all of me. And I wanted a place where I could be all of me and not saying that, that being in the clinic is bad. It's just, I felt like golden handcuffs. Like I was holding myself back and I was meant for something else. And I followed that and allowed myself to say, Hey, I want different things in life. And that's okay. That's, this has supported me and took me to this point, but I'm also honoring that there's more out there. I yeah. want to homeschool my children. I want to be an active part in that and working a full-time job and homeschooling, not that you can't do it, it's hard. And I love what I do. I love the transformation that I help bring things people through and help them see different ways of being and help step into their power and remembering who they are and what they're capable of and throwing out the damn rule book and coming back to home and like the feeling and the transformation of what that is for them lights me up. Like not even for myself, like that's beautiful as well. But like, that's what lights my heart on fire is watching and being able to be a witness in the honor of that is to help take somebody through that, even if it's a short part of their journey. Like that. I don't know what that is. <laughs>
Everyone's like wanted to come and join and be in the energy. Just wanted to like join. Um, I don't even know what they said. We're gonna have to go back. Yeah, I have no clue either. I was like, oh, somebody's talking. Where did that even come from? It was on my so- it was on my safari. Um, I laughed because we both looked at each other like we're like, like is that you? Is that me? Like is I, that I you? don't know where that's is coming that from. You? Is that me? And then I saw the little like on Safari. There's a little like volume tab, and I was like, why is that? Why is that on? Um, damn it! No, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Okay. I mean, even for me, like if you if you um, know even a little bit of my story, like I used to, I used to work in foster care. I went back to school. I did a master's. I have a master's in educational psychology. I used to teach, um, and you know, people say to me again, all this very similar to what Jackie was saying is, why don't you use that degree? Why don't like why aren't you a teacher? Why blah blah blah? Why this? Why that? Why why not? Because I don't fucking want to. First of all, yeah. um, and. So just side note, you owe nobody an excuse or justification for anything that you do in your own life. But I loved those experiences and I, I would do them all over again because here's the thing. When I was doing my master's degree, I was very fortunate to be able to carry out my own, like design and carry out my own research project. And I did that and I wrote a book about it. And I self-published it on Amazon. And that was literally my master's thesis. It wasn't, well, it wasn't even thesis. It was a project. It was a really fun activity. And it was there that I started working online and connecting with people online and being in this space. And if I hadn't done that, I was sure as hell would not be where I am right now. Yeah. Like I would not have even known that this online space existed. Like, and this is back in 20... 17 no 2015 what year did I graduate there 2017 (laughs) it was 17 that I graduated from there um and so people were like doing blogs and I used to you know my brain now is luxuriously fierce but it used to be called learning lotuses and I used to create resources for educators and teachers to do yoga mindfulness in their classrooms and that's how that's how I started and so from then until now things have shifted pretty drastically. If you look at the leap, right, it, it was small, like, progressional changes. But if you look at, like, point A to where to now is, it looks, like, drastically different. And it really isn't when when I think about the progression. But your same essence, though, is at the core. Like, I, I can yeah, see, like, yeah. as you look back and watch the movie, like, this, the, the true you has always been there. It's just little different ways, different ways of expressing it, but it's still the main core. Is yeah. Always- and it's all me. It's a progression of me because that version of me existed, right? I'm not going to pretend that she didn't exist because of course she fucking didn't. She was awesome. And now I'm this version of me and it's just, you know, people get to be along with you for that ride. And so it's, this isn't even about having an online business and, and, you know, doing what Jackie and I do, but it's about you connecting with what it is that lights you up and makes you feel that passion and, and that luxury and that joy and, and all of that. And just, going for it it doesn't have to make sense unapologetically like really just being you if you want to be a teacher and you that's what sets your heart on fire and you love being in that classroom you love Mm -hmm. molding those minds like do it unapologetically like you don't owe anyone a reason like put Mm -hmm. your heart and soul into it and just just allow yourself to be fully expressed and and share and that passion then feeds those those children same thing is like i love nursing don't get me wrong i love the nursing but there are so many parts of it like the mm-hmm. politics of it 
but we're so yeah. suffocating. And then I'm, and, and now that I'm my own boss, I can take that. And that's why that's, this is where I thrive. Not everyone thrives as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Some, some people are just not, it, there's, it's not all cupcakes and rainbows. I won't lie, lie to you on that. It is a roller coaster in itself. And it's the deepest form of shadow work. I believe like it brings out all of the different like points for you to work and navigate through to get to the other side. And if you're not willing to go through all of that and um, have the capacity and space to be able to do that, then it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. And I mean, our work in the world is to help people connect with themselves and their passion and for them to live that fully and unapologetically and in full integrity and authenticity and to just to do it right. And, and to not miss out on it and to know that, you know, I share my story about learning lotuses versus luxuriously fierce because like you don't have to have it all figured out. You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Just do it. And if it's you don't like start and you don't put it out there, how do you expect it to grow? It's like, sure. I want this beautiful garden, but I'm, I'm holding the seeds of the potential and I love them and I'm holding them to my heart, but I've never mm -hmm. put it on the ground. Yeah. Like, you can't expect it to grow and be this beautiful creation if you're not willing to plant the seeds. Mm -hmm. And knowing yeah. that it's not going to be, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be flawless. And that's no, okay. It gets vocal with you. And that's one thing that I really had to anchor, like as an overcoming perfectionist, people pleaser, all of the things. Like I had to realize that I put this program out and it gets to evolve with me. It doesn't have to stay. It's not permanent. Nothing is permanent. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it gets to evolve and change and grow as I do because the more wisdom I unlock and remember, the more I have to share and help other people share those codes and help unlock those remembrance for other people. Yeah. It's all about perspective and it's knowing like the, like what I believe that we're good at what we do is because we know those questions because like, we've been there, we've gone through it. We yeah. know the questions Absolutely. that stir the right things that it's not that we're doing the work. We're facilitating a process that helps you remember and you're unlocking the pieces. Like we can't do it for you. If you're not going to show up to the game for yourself, like you're not going to be able to move forward because it's not something that I can, fix because you're not fixable like it's not you're not broken so i don't yeah, need to fix yes. anything it's just remembering those truths and remembering that it's okay to make the mistakes and it's okay that it's messy and it's okay that we're in the muck knowing that eventually we're going to get out of the muck unless you choose yeah. to sit down and be that stubborn kid and i'm staying here and i'm not moving that's the only way you're staying in the muck and eventually the muck will probably dry up and whatever like uh, it, i mean there's other pieces but you have a choice you are of a conscious choice of how to move forward. And I say co-creation because it, there is other elements coming to play, but they're all mm -hmm. to support you. Like they, they want what you want at the end of the day. They just have a higher different perspective, the energy world and the spirit world. And all of that is, is doing everything in the background, but it's not that they're going to be like contradicting unless it's something at a soul level that you aren't conscious of mentally that you're running. Mm -hmm. That's the only time. And, and really, they're following your cues. And if we are very aware and we realize and we have that radical honesty with ourselves, and we go, huh, that's right. There is a part of me that really doesn't want this because X, Y, Z. Not that I don't want it, but there is this fear that I'm letting run the show mm -hmm. and I've hide, hid it under the curtain and now it's time for spring cleaning and I see you and I love you. And we get to Bye. that. And yeah, 
we're not going to move forward until that happens. And now I see it and I'm aware, but I wouldn't, if I didn't give myself that time to connect with myself, I would never, I could hide it under whatever story. And that's why stories are medicine because I can hide whatever story, whatever script I want to put on top of something to rationalize. Our mind tries to rationalize. And that's why I say mind aligns because it's going to tell a story no matter what, because it's going to try to make sense of everything. Doesn't mean it's true. Like if you think about it, you're, you're people watching, you're, you're going on a walk and you see this couple over here and they look a little frustrated. You can't tell me in your mind, you don't like make up a story about that. Yeah. Even slightly, even like, is that like, we all do it. Or, or like you see something completely like you're, you're going to come and try to make reasons or like, like rationales, even if you aren't doing it in like the front of your conscious, your mind is always trying to make sense of its reality. Mm-hmm. And so to, to then be able to catch those points and say, okay, well, that was not a nice thing to say to ourselves. Like, okay. Just like you would say to a kid, like, like, do you, do you, let's sit back and step like, is that truly how you feel? Or is there some need that's not being met? And that's what we are projecting out. And, and really is that's coming to that, like reparenting and re-loving yourselves and all of that aspects in, in really coming with that compassionate, unconditional love that starts here with us first, like our own being. And until we can cultivate that, it's harder to do on the outside and being able to navigate and open up and be able to receive that because you can love yourself and you can go through that journey and that that process but then the next hurdle is to be able to truly open yourself up to be able to receive that love in return because there's there's probably a worthiness and not enoughness like the, all those stories on a different level and that's what i call the spiral path is like you you can dress these these issues from all different angles like that core wound of i'm not enough you can do it from the mental approach and then you can do it from the emotional approach and that's why my programs are on the different aspects they're all intertwined but you have to heal on all different levels to really come into complete where you can say hi old friend i see you and you don't have that trigger over me anymore like we we can coexist together in peace and that's cool like that was just part of my history yeah it's a lot (laughs) like i mean i'm 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 kind of like i'm sitting here thinking like if someone were to ask me what it what it is at the core to receive information to channel to to you know download there's just a lot it there's i mean trust trust yourself connect with yourself and you know those are deep in themselves it's how do you connect with yourself well you ask questions well you connect with your guides and then you have to trust that the things that you're hearing, the things that you're seeing, things that are happening in your mind are from them and not stuff that you're making up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how do I trust myself? Well, you're going to have to set boundaries mm-hmm. for, you know, for yourself with people, things, places, experiences, you know, all these things that don't serve you anymore. You're going to have to cut ties. You're going to have to uncover all, all all the things that are holding you back and work on those you're gonna have to you know do this it's there's there's just so many layers to all of it absolutely and, and it's never ending yeah like these like my programs i have them set up because these are the stuff that i still go back to 
with every layer, with every chapter I do. Like, it's not just a one and done. And people are like, I thought I healed this. I'm so wrong. I failed. <laughs> no, sweetheart. Like, that's it not how so it good. is. Like, it's a never ending mm -hmm. cycle. There's just different layers and different aspects and different sides of it. Because mm -hmm. that's what this life is about, is to fully experience and understand and process and move through things. Like, in order to do that, you have to have the contrast and the see all the different avenues of how it plays out in every different part of our lives. Not that it has to play out, but if that is the lesson that we're choosing to learn, it's going to show up in different ways until we really get to that root problem. And that's why, like, that's, the, that's, that's where my passion is, is getting to the root of the core so we don't have to keep looping as much. And I mean, we will still, still do the spiral path, but it won't yeah. be that we're spinning in circles. And we're constantly doing these painful jabs and like literally we were talking the other day it's like it's like somebody is getting like just beating on you and you get to the point where you're like come at me like it's okay yeah. like whatever you do like i know it, it, it's it's not gonna hurt me the way i've hurt myself in the past and i know yeah. my truth and i know my core so it's almost like you have this like like energy, like armor on. And no matter what you throw at me at the end of the day, I know my truth. I know me and I know my heart. And if you can't see it, then I'm sorry. That's all I can say. I'm sorry for you. And that's okay. And that's your journey. And there's no judgment in that. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But that just means that, that, that you're not part of the story that you're not going to continue on the story with me. And that's okay. That right. means nothing against you. That means nothing against me. It's just, we're living two different books. And that's all right. You are chapters in one another's lives. Mm -hmm. And and it's okay to close the chapter. You don't have to make everything work. Yeah. It's okay to say that was a beautiful disaster that we experienced together. <laughs> and now we get to grow as people and individuals separately. Yeah. Because some people come in. You have agreements with some people that are going to literally, we came in to stir shit up in each other's lives. And Very then like, peace out, pick up your own mess. Like, <laughs> like that, that's, that's how it is. And every chapter is beautiful, even though, you know, there are those that are more difficult than others. And there are those that are, you know, more work than others, I guess I'll say for that, but they're all beautiful and they're all you. And it's the lens that you look through of life. If you want to look through it as a like sadness and like what was me, then then yeah, that's how you're gonna see all the chapters. And if you want to come from from the love and the compassion and the understanding aspect, you're gonna see it differently. And that's different than toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. Like I, I want to express that because a lot of people like will say that like you look through the world in rose colored ja glasses, Jackie. You're not living in the real world. No, I am. I feel pain. I see it. Like I, I do it, but I am making a conscious choice not to feed into it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I have moments, May knows, I have moments where I cried or like, why is the world the way it is? <laughs> like, but at the same point, it's like, but I can pull myself out and reel it back in and say like the duality, like I feel this, I see this and I know this at the same point. And this is where we come back to that full circle, back to those headbutting moments. Yeah. And now it comes to a choice. Which one wins the headbutting contest? And only I get to decide that. And so do yeah. I continue down my path that I am familiar with? 
or do I truly want to change? And if I truly want to change, then I have to take the path less traveled sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I feel like we could, we could go on That's and on, all and about. but I'm sure that everyone listening is like, okay, I've, I've, I've deserved, like I'm digesting We've come so full much. circle now. <laughs> We've come full circle now. We've come back to the, to the contradictions and the headbutting. And so if we continue, then we're just going to. Yes. One thing you'll realize with both of us, like we could be on here for hours and days and months and years. Like I just love being with you and having these conversations and we can go down, down, down the rabbit hole for eternity. But at the end of the day, then no one's actually absorbing anything at that point either. So we've come full circle. So this feels like a, this feels like a good natural stopping point. Yes. And there'll be many more of these rifts yes. in the future. But just I love how you say rip because this is a this is a good example of different definitions to things. Because when I mean riff, I say I mean like twenty minutes. We're like an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and for me, like riff just means like going off the cuff, like just just going with it. Like like I said, no, 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 no. rift and yeah. channel is very like similar to me. Rift is just like I'm winging it. I'm just gonna go with it, and we're just we're not gonna have like a certain outline. Mm-hmm. or whatever like whatever comes comes and let, what will let what may but yes but yes so thank you all for listening and um i would love to hear your guys's takeaways and your point of views and what you've seen as well so yeah. share those reach out to us i will link both of our um profiles and info in the show notes but reach out to both of us we love we love hearing that our words resonated and made sense to people and what comes up for them, because that's what lights us up. That's what we're here to do. Bring inspiration and empower people and the remembrance of who you are and what you do. And like May is all about lead yourself to luxury. Like you get to recreate that. And where I'm like throw out the rule book and remember who you are and come into your capacity and your capability because that at the end of the day, the same thing is like living your truth, living your freedom, living fully expressed without limiting yourself and loving yourself in that whole process. Because yeah. that's the human process. You're going to limit. You're going to go through the, the, the challenges and struggles and the, that's part of the journey. But knowing that there is a different way and that's the journey that we take you on. But thank you again. And thank you, May, for hanging out with us today and chatting. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, I applaud you. (laughs) (laughs) And and we will be back again. But talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe and being part of our soul family. If anything in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review, and share your takeaways. You can find me on IG at Grow with Jackie B or on YouTube at Soul Revolution Tribe. I will see you next week for more soul conversations and medicine. Bye for now and see you back soon.